So, Jelly, I was on this amazing social network this morning. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Twitter. Twitter? It's uh, named after a bird, bird, I think. Oh. And do you go on this... Do you go on this Twitter often, Russell? Well, since, since I discovered the, the Twitter, which was very recently, I, I, I do go on there quite often. I, um, I have replaced the Facebook with it mm. and I, I quite like it. I mean, it has, you know, it has ups and downs and has different sort of properties, but it, you get this little box and you get to type in 140 characters of whatever you want. Yeah, I, I'm much the same. Like, I don't really use Facebook anymore. I, I mean, I kind of steer clear of Facebook, but I'm on Twitter all the time and am typing my 140 characters of smart-ass comments into the and sending them out into the internet, <laughs> which is where they belong, I think. That's what the internet's for, right? Well, where else would you put them? So, yeah, I, I guess it's interesting, isn't it? Twitter, I think um, I looked this up the other day, so I think I've been on Twitter since... October 2008. Ah, what about you? Or we, did we join the same time? I joined in November 2008, so you were here a month before me. You were there a month before me. Wow. I was on Twitter a month before you. Mm. And that's that's how come I have uh, so many more followers and awesome because I, I got it in the, the good month. I, I rode that wave. Oh, I see. So it was all about October. <laughs> I, I yeah, that's right. I should have known. That, that's a rookie mistake. I mean, you've heard about, um, you know, Movember and Decembeard, but really um, October is just where it's at. It's, it's so amazing that it doesn't even need like its own stupid like letter name changes. That's how good October is. So anyway... 2008, I um I heard about Twitter somewhere. I don't remember where it was. It was quite reasonably new back then, and I looked at it. I'm like, what is this for? You get like a box, and uh, I guess it's like Facebook. You can type like a status message in there, but why would you? And then they had a slightly different concept to most other social networks back then. You didn't befriend people. Um, you just followed someone. You're like, here's a person who's you know 140 character um, tweets I like to read. I'm going to press the follow button. They don't have to approve you. You're now just following them, and if they, you know, if they really like the things that you write, they can follow you. But it's, I think it was one of the first sort of big social networks that kind of got rid of the idea of you know everyone must be your friend. It's like no, just just subscribe to the things that you know you find interesting. I mean, given that Twitter came kind of around the time that Facebook, I guess, was in its prime. I guess that's. I mean, I don't think it's in its prime anymore. I think it's kind of gone downhill since then, but. Twitter kind of was born out of that period of like Facebook was really popular with most people that were on the internet and all of a sudden it was kind of different like I mean but it was kind of the same like I I um if you look back at my first tweets my first tweets were based on the way that I used Facebook status posts which were kind of based on the way that everybody used Facebook status posts which were because they always had the name and then like then it put the text immediately after so you would you would you would get jelly is doing this is doing that so so it all always became like part that like the second part of a sentence that started with the person's name did did you ever yeah, tweet like I, that oh i did in fact i think my first tweet is something like don't follow me i'm lost too because i'm so hilarious how funny <laughs> is that so um yeah I, I think even twitter probably had those um aspirations in the early days i think they thought you know, let's give people just a status box and then they can tell everyone about what they're doing and it'll be interesting. And I think it's funny, we, we sit here, you know, in 2015, seven years later, and I think things have changed. You know, there was a wave um, very early on of, you know, really great third-party clients. Like on iOS, you had, um, you know, Tweety and later on you had a Twitterific and Tweetbot and all, and all these clients that, you know, people yeah. fell in love with as ways to, you know, get on Twitter and check what people are doing. And then for me, at least, it seemed like, 
you know, everyone I knew in tech kind of jumped on there. And then it almost became uh, like these days, I feel like it's a social network where I go to catch up with, um, you know, people that are in the tech center, the tech uh, sector, sorry, but, you know, that, that are spread around. Like you're in Canberra, lots of people are in, you know, California, New York, Europe. And I, I feel like it's the one place where everyone, you know, in that industry kind of comes together and just, you know, has has really small conversations. Like, do you use it for that as well? Yeah, I, re- I really do. And I think, like, in the way the way that it kind of is or the way that I that it kind of started and the way that I use it, uh, it's kind of like an instant messaging client that just is public. So, guys, I guess like a chat room, like a really big chat room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you know everybody and everybody's chat room is different um but the the like the, the reason that I say that right is because it's the sort of thing where time has no real meaning like if you respond like if you see a tweet from like hours ago uh it can like you, you might be uh, still like finding out for the first time about something that's happened uh like an event or something that's happened overnight um when you wake up and it, it's so it's it's kind of become that way of like finding out about things and for me like it's replaced my news feed like i don't use really use rss anymore um because i get like most most of the time i find that like if it's important enough it'll kind of bubble up in my twitter yeah i mean i definitely find the same thing i think if if something was to happen and it didn't appear somewhere in my timeline then chances are you know it's a, it's other freak occurrence that um you know is a once in a million or it's just not that important like yeah. i do feel like i mean i mean i still read rss but i do feel like if i didn't i'd still get you know 90% of the stuff um that that would have led me to someone else on twitter would have would have pointed, pointed to anyway yeah i've i definitely find that like oh, i don't miss rss because i'm not i'm not trawling through all these kind of articles that i just kind of go flip past uh, instead, I'm flipping past little tweets. But the thing is, is that typically what will happen is, you know, several people will tweet about this one thing if it's important, and it just kind of comes up that way. Um, so, and, and and it means that really just the articles that I'm interested in on the events that I'm kind of interested in, because you know, because they're being kind of spooked by the people that I follow and the people that are in the communities that I uh, am a part of, uh, they will like that. They'll kind of you know bring the news kind of to the forefront which is interesting because it never used to be like that on on facebook because of the differences in the way that the timeline kind of works yeah yeah facebook has been messing with that like so many times i don't go on there much anymore but when i was using it heavily every month or so it felt like they rejigged the timeline so it used to be chronological and then it was kind of chronological but they're like hey you seem to like this stuff more and and these days it almost seems like they're running like an, an A-B experiment to see like what will make people like click stuff more. Like we're just going to rearrange these things until we find, you know, some magical uh, equilibrium where everyone just clicks everything. But <laughs> but back to Twitter, I, I find for me like it's a really valuable way to, let's say I want to say something and I want to get like some message out to people that, you know, follow me maybe about one of my products or something that's coming up. I find Twitter stuff disseminates through Twitter like really quickly. Like you've got the ability to, uh, to retweet something, you've got the ability to to quote, you know, something something someone says, and you know, if if I say something that I want to get out, and you know, someone else retweets it, and they have you know so many followers, and their followers have so many followers, it spreads. Things can spread really really quickly through Twitter, like in a matter of you know minutes, you know, yeah. thousands if not tens of thousands of people could could have could have read something, which on Facebook is. You know, it's almost impossible. On there, you post to, you know, your friends and they might share with their friends, but it's a very slow sort of propagation, I think, compared to Twitter. 
Yeah, I, I, f- I think I find that as well. Like the, the way that tweets work is that they're like, I mean, a lot of people just skim through their timeline. It's not like, and I'm, I mean, f- personally, I, I don't like read, you know, carefully read every tweet and spend a minute just thinking about. Mm, oh, mm. oh, I'm so offended now. Mm. I, I thought I had a uh, like a judicious follower that just read every single thing I said. Oh, maybe you do, but it's not me. It's not me. Uh, <laughs> I know one person that does, Mr. Casey Liss, previous guest. Yes, uh, loves to scroll through every single tweet because he's insane. That is insanity. I can't. I can't do yep. that. And then, then like, what happens when you have like hundreds of unread tweets? Like, then you have to give up. No, I just like. I just like. <laughs> I just kind of skim through them, and I just kind of you know get the general gist. And if I'm interested in like something, and it gives me an idea of kind of what went down at that particular point in time. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about the like the 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 features that you mentioned, like t- retweets and uh, and and things like quoting and stuff like that, like all that's kind of being built on top of things that people just tended to do on Twitter. Yeah, I remember back in the day where people used to write like RT space, and yes. then the previous thing said, or there was an alternative format which I think was via. You'd say something, something you know via, and then there was um. MT space. There was, there, I think, there was even you could originally send direct messages to people just by putting was it D or DM in front DM. of something you were going to tweet. Yeah, I yeah, think it's that's DM, right. and then you leave off the at symbol. You just DM and yeah. then the name. I think you can still do that actually, but <laughs> I'm not. But you're right. People people invented all these different sort of ways to um, to um, you know get the message out there, and then Twitter started embracing some of those. They're like, hey, people really like you know quoting things people are saying, and they really like disseminating it. You know, almost exactly as it is. Why don't we give people a retweet function? I don't remember exactly, you know, when that came in, but I remember seeing it. I'm like, yeah, that, that's a really good idea. They've they've taken something that the community's done, and they've embraced it. Which is, I mean, that that's always a positive thing um, from a platform point of view. There has been some negatives though as well. You know, I know in the past they um they put this hard token limit on third party clients because yep. many people would argue that, you know, Twitter got popular because there were so many, you know, great third party clients and because the API was open and you could make whatever calls you want and there was no limit to the amount of users you could have. And then one day Twitter came along and they're like, no, nope, you can now only have like a hundred thousand tokens. That's a hard limit. And the, the entire point of this limit is that no app should ever be, you know, more popular than ours. They basically put a stop to that. And they it's it's this weird kind of thing with Twitter that that's always ongoing. You know, they like to embrace the community and they like to take on board things the community are doing but at the same time every now and again they'll, they'll do something that just seems like really draconian and you know in in their best interest but but not ours but i mean that's kind of the nature of business right i mean they are a business they're they're not a like they're not some like open source thing or like community driven thing i mean they're a community but at its core twitter is a business and so twitter has to look out for the best interests of kind of itself yeah otherwise it's going to go under yeah no th- i mean that's true but the, the thing i find interesting about that is it seems like um twitter of a few years ago at least decided that the place they really wanted to be is you know with hashtags and with brands and with celebrities and they really started to push hard the idea that you know if you're if you're a big celebrity you're in hollywood or you're a pop star or whatever you know you should have a twitter account and you should have all your followers and you should have a way of you know hashtagging things and getting things trending and it seems like ever since at that point, they've really kind of pushed into that side of things. They're like, we want to make Twitter mainstream. You know, when something goes on TV, yeah. we want to see like hashtags at the bottom, you know, of a game or an event or whatever. I think they've almost pulled that off. But I think at the same time as, as someone in the tech community, and I know we're, we're sort of the minority on Twitter these days, but I almost feel like, hey, you know, this was our, this was our thing. This is where we used to like communicate. And yeah, I know it's a business and you want to make it popular, but 
I'm still allowed to be sad that, you know, Twitter is not not quite like that anymore. Uh, well, see, I don't know that I feel sad about that. Like, I think it's I think it's awesome that there are, lot, there are a lot of people using Twitter. And I think it's awesome that there is a lot of different communities out there that are using it to, to, to communicate with each other. That's really, that's I mean, that's really cool because it means that you, you can go there. It's, I mean, it's like the it's like a like little version of the internet. You can go there to find kind of anything that you are interested in. You can follow those people, and you can kind of uh, you know find out more information about that sort of stuff, and uh, you know and find out what's happening in in various parts of the world, or, or you know, in kind of focused on you know those little things. That, that's that's a really cool kind of aspect to the idea of. I mean, it's what it's, it's kind of what the internet is all about. I think, right. Yeah, in some ways, although at the same time, like for me at least, the internet is meant to be also about, you know, being open and embracive and Twitter is open. I mean, anyone can join and anyone can post whatever they want, but it still feels like it's being run by, you know, one company and it's a company that still seems to be, this is such like a San Francisco, like Silicon Valley type thing, but it's still a company that seems to be figuring out, you know, what they want to be and how they want to make money. Like just recently, you know, they took on uh, yet another CEO, which was the long story. But, the, the, you know, Jack Dorsey, who was, you know, previously um, there, he's now back. You know, he's he's fired a whole bunch of people. You know, they're starting to make changes. It always seems like you never quite know where they're going to, you know, go next. It doesn't feel like it's the stable sort of mature, you know, platform like, like the internet is, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, and also the internet is kind of not controlled by any one person so that's you know any one kind of company so there's that but i mean i I, obviously twitter has its kind of fallbacks but i mean what we've already seen kind of uh you know competitors i guess try to rise up and and kind of move move us away from that sort of a, a a you know single uh you know owned platform and to something that's kind of more community driven so like as an example app.net but it never like it never really took off and so then it's it's kind of this thing where like they tried to do it the way that you know the way that they thought it should be like that they should it be should be done and the the developers and the people in the tech community think that you know twitter should be but then they kind of failed and failed i mean it's still around but nobody i mean nobody uses it anymore really that I know of, like every, like it's just <laughs> no, kind of. I think I think so it's just kind much, of died. It's pretty much dead. So the thing about that, right, is that like I mean, we can kind of wish that Twitter was this, you know, this magical thing that just, you know, it did the things that everybody wanted it to do, and it's all like it's all commu- about the community and driven by the community, and that's I mean, to a certain extent, like Twitter has shown that's true. They try to pull you know features out where the community kind of drives them into existence, but. It's very obvious that as a as a kind of business model, the you know community driven thing that only focuses on third party clients and all that sort of stuff like that's that's that clearly doesn't work. Yeah, no, I, I think to some extent you know that that's true, and I, I think to some extent uh, that was inevitably always going to happen. Like if, if a service wants to become popular and wants to go mainstream and wants to actually be sustainable, then that's that's kind of the only path there. And I think. I hate to say this, but I think think if I was running the company, um, I would have made you know fairly similar decisions. I, I'd like to think that I would have sold them better to the community, you know, being slightly better at the the PR aspects of it and, and sort of reading the the temperature of the room. But yeah, I mean, all all the things they're doing make a lot of sense. Which which brings us to an interesting thing: like where where do you think Twitter will be, like in three years' time and five years' time? Is it 
is it like a Facebook that is like destined to be around forever or do you think, you know, there's a chance that one day, you know, something else will replace it or it'll just go away? See, I don't know that Facebook is going to be around forever. And to to that extent, I certainly don't think that Twitter is going to be around forever. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they go the way of MySpace, which I mean, MySpace was huge at one point in time. And at no point, like, and at that point, it kind of seemed like MySpace would never die. But, I mean, you mentioned MySpace to a 12-year-old now, and they won't even know what you're talking about for the most part. Like, it's a completely, <laughs> yeah. it's faded into the background. And I think that, like, and, and I mean, you, 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 that there are uh, there are statistics out there, and I'm not going to like find them, but there are statistics out there that show that Facebook is having like a drop in users, and I mean Twitter has like you know there's news there's news uh, articles about how uh, Twitter can't seem to like f- get new users in, so they're you know they're they're essentially stagnant at this point. Eventually, like people are going to move on to the next thing because that's kind of how the internet works. The the, yeah, like it becomes it's, old it, and people move on. We finally disagree on something. The original premise of our show, I, I completely um, disagree. So I think, I think what you said about Twitter is right. I think the scale that they're at means they they could go away and something else could replace it. But I think what happens is when you get to to Facebook scale, I mean, you're talking about a billion people, you know, using it on a on a monthly basis, and whether that number, you know, is trending slightly down or slightly up, I think at that scale, there's a certain inevitability that you're going to be around for a while. And I think it's interesting. I was talking about this with someone the other day. If you look back at the last, uh, I don't know, 15 years of the tech sector, you see these periods and there was a MySpace Facebook period where um, any social network could win. You know, there was no one dominant um, social network. MySpace never even had a close to like a, a billion users. And, but then you had Facebook come out and Facebook become dominant and then I almost feel like things have to stagnate, you know, for the next 10 years until something else could come along and that's a huge hurdle for someone to overcome like if you've got a platform of of a billion users i don't i don't think that's going away anytime soon uh, to me that's like saying you know apple is going to go away or google is going to go away i think facebook is now at the level of those companies I, yeah I, i'm not see i'm not 100% sure on that the thing about facebook right is that facebook is losing uh, facebook is losing like its younger demographic and if that's the case, then what happens when, like, the older demographic, the people that are using it currently, uh, they all die? Because that happens <laughs> to everybody eventually, as, Whoa, as more as it might be. <laughs> um, th- so, you know, what happens at that point? Do, like, how are they going? Like, they're going to have to obviously change and, and, and move with the times. I don't necessarily know that, like, that, that, I feel like they're relatively limited in what they can do in that space. The thing about Apple uh, is that, the, and you know, and like you hear a lot that they that you know they're doomed. They're going to you know they're going to die. The thing about them is that they they create hardware. They create things that you're going to buy. That you know they're they're going to be around simply because they will just release whatever new hardware people are interested in, whatever new computer. Uh, you know, they're, they're obviously, you know, show, trying to move into all those different directions with things like the watch and the TV now and, uh, you know, trying to move in a bunch of different directions to make sure that they're not, they're not obsolete at any point. And I don't know, that, like Facebook and, and Twitter, which we're actually talking about, I don't necessarily know that they, like, that they can change so much that they can focus on 
uh, they can focus on you know new kind of areas. And I mean, you just have to look at the way that people respond to changes within Facebook and Twitter. They don't like it. They hate it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you change a star to a heart and call it a like instead of a favorite. And all of a sudden, you know, it's just outrage. Outrage, I tell you. <laughs> well, that that is the other thing about Twitter is that it seems like a great place to have like a one-day outrage. Like something <laughs> will happen. It doesn't matter whether it's minor or whether it's major. And Twitter will just go into like a outrage mode for like a day, a day and a half, and then it just blows over. It's like, do, do you remember that thing? Oh, yeah, yeah that thing was interesting. And I, I think it's, 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 it's kind of that sort of network where you can put something out there, it gets like attention, and then people just move on to something else. Like it, it almost seems like the perfect network for uh, for distributing that sort of stuff. We should we should come up with a plan here for something we can distribute through Twitter that just will be out there for a day. So maybe we should like distribute a podcast through Twitter. Like we tweet about Ooh. a podcast, and then everybody will find out about it really quickly, and they'll all listen to oh, it. Oh, because it'll just be like heart retweet, boom, 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 and suddenly we'll have yeah. a million listeners. Yeah, mil- million welcome listeners, million listeners. Well, it's good to have you. It's good. It's good that you're here. <laughs> I just want you to know that we we love. Do we love them? We or like. Do we them. heart them? Do we, we li- like them? We like. Them. It's called. They're called likes now. Okay, we like, and I'm making the uh, the heart symbol with my fingers here. Uh, we like every single one of you. That's. We just want you to know that. Yeah, yeah. I, from the from the bottom of my heart, you, you, you wait for it. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, and you you will be able to hear it. But boom, but boom, but boom, but boom. <laughs> Oh, Jelly sent you his heartbeat.